welcome to the NBAV Podcast. Welcome back to NBAV and the NBA Avenue Podcast. On our previous episode, we highlighted the nine NBA teams that have a chance to win the title this season during the 2023-2024 NBA season. And of course, anytime you make a list like that, you're going to get some uh, some heat. Not Miami, but you're going to get some, uh, some people who are going to react negatively because you didn't list their fan base as one of the teams who can actually win the NBA title this season. I've certainly seen some pushback from Knicks fans, and I'm sure that I would get pushback from Kings fans. I'm sure I would get pushback from Cavaliers fans. But when you make a list, and you're not just including the entire league in it, and you're not just saying, okay, the Spurs aren't going to win, and the Trailblazers aren't going to win, and you're really you're making it a more likely list, right? The Pelicans are not going to win the NBA title this year. They don't have a chance. They, they have no shot. You're going to upset fan bases because fans love their team. And when their team is playing well, they don't want to hear that their team doesn't have a chance to win the title because that's what they're really looking forward to. As a fanatic, you believe in your team. And when they're playing really well and they go and they blow out the Denver Nuggets, you think, hey, we can take this all the way this year. Hey, somebody on, a, on another podcast said that the Celtics are afraid of the Knicks. So, hey, if the Celtics are afraid of the Knicks, then that, uh, by, by some sort of logic, that means that we have a chance to win the title. But if you look back in history, at the teams who've won the NBA title for the last 30 seasons or so, if you look at their rosters, you have to look at who's the top, who are the best players on those teams. It becomes a little clearer that maybe a fanatic fan base isn't really judging this thinking so clearly. We know who won the title last year. It was the Denver Nuggets led by Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. They had a very complete team, and Jokic is widely regarded as the best player in the NBA. Number one, not top 20, not top 10, not top 5, as the best. And on any list, he's going to be top 3. Whether you have personal preference of Giannis over Jokic or some other player, Jokic is going to be in the top. So you have one of the the three best players, probably the one best player in the current NBA right now. And they won the title. And if you go to the previous year, you had the Golden State Warriors beating the Boston Celtics for for the championship. It was a close series. It ended up going six games, but it could have really swung either way. There were a couple of pivotal points. There was a point where the series was 2-2, right? And that, that game could have swung the whole thing. And you had the best player on that team was Steph Curry, and they had Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins playing out of his mind. And you had a team that had won the NBA title three times before with roughly the same core. 
Golden State had won the title three times. The first time was with their main core of Steph, Clay, Draymond. And then after that, they won two more with the Durant teams. And now they won a fourth one where there was no Durant. There was still Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And then they had Andrew Wiggins. And uh, a cast of characters built around that core. So you had a team that had done it many times before. And they had some of the best players in the NBA on that team. Specifically, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, a, a top, top player in the game. And if you go to the year before that, when Milwaukee beat Phoenix, you had Milwaukee, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, perhaps the best player in the NBA at that moment. And if you go before that, you have the Lakers winning the, ch- the title in the bubble in a bit of a strange season. They were led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They had Rondo, Kuzma. Best player on that team was LeBron James. And this is not LeBron James' current day. This is LeBron James going back four seasons, playing in the bubble. This was a a much younger LeBron James. If you go to the season before that, when Toronto beat Golden State, who was decimated by injuries at the time. Toronto's best player was Kawhi Leonard playing at the peak of his powers with Siakam and Van Vliet and Lowry. Kawhi Leonard was, was perhaps the best player in the NBA at that time. We can quibble, maybe LeBron was the best, maybe Steph was the best, but Kawhi Leonard was on that short list. This was before... Jokic was a t- the you know what he is now. This was right before Jokic hit that point. The theme is just look at these teams who have won the title historically and who the best guy on the team was. They were all one of the top three or four players in the NBA at their time when they won the championship. And if you go to the two seasons before that. 2017 and 2018, the title was won by Golden State. And Golden State had Kevin Durant on the super team with the Warriors right there. So it was KD, Steph, Clay, Draymond. It was just a ridiculous super team. And then if you go... Even further back than that, you had LeBron James, where Cleveland, in 2016, Cleveland beat the Golden State Warriors. LeBron was the best player on that team. That was the series where Draymond got suspended. You had LeBron with Kyrie, and that was a prime version of LeBron James as the best player on that team. And then the season before that, it was Golden State with Steph and Clay and Draymond. And the season before that, it was Kawhi Leonard on the Spurs when Tim Duncan was still there. And before that, you had a couple of victories in a row from the Heat with LeBron James as the best player on the team. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. And then the season before that, you had Dirk Nowitzki in a massive upset beating the Miami Heat. And then before that, you have Kobe Bryant. You have Kobe Bryant on the Lakers as the best player on that team. And then you go before that, you had the big three with KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen in Boston. And before that, you had Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. And before that, you had Dwayne Wade on the Miami Heat along with 
along with Shaq. And before that, you have Tim Duncan. And then you got to go all the way back to 2004 when you have the odd one out where Chauncey Billups was the best player on a Detroit Pistons team that had Rashid and Ben Wallace and Tayshawn Prince on that team. You have to go all the way back to there before you find a team that didn't have one of the best players, one of the top three or four players in the league on the team to win the title. And then if you go before that, again, Tim Duncan. Then you have three in a row where the Lakers won, where Shaq was their best player. And then another one with Tim Duncan as the best player when the Spurs won in 99. And we'll just go back to 1990. You had the three-peat from the Bulls, led by Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and, and co. And then you have two in a row from Hakeem Olajuwon. Then you have another three-peat from Michael Jordan. And then in the 1990 was won by the Detroit Pistons, led by Isaiah Thomas. So the point that I'm trying to bring out here is that if you are a fan of a team like the New York Knicks, and you say, hey, we have a real shot to win the title, a legitimate chance to win the title this year. Can you say that Jalen Brunson is in the class of a prime LeBron James? Can you say that Jalen Brunson is in the class of a prime Tim Duncan? Or a Shaquille O'Neal? Can you put Jalen Brunson in the class of a prime Kawhi Leonard or a Giannis or a Curry or a Jokic or Kobe Bryant or Dwayne Wade? Because Brunson has been unreal. He's been so, so good. But everything is relative, and where Brunson is unbelievable relative to majority of the league, and what he's done on this Knicks team is sensational. And in terms of value for what you're paying him for to compared to what you get, we love having Brunson on this New York Knicks team. He's been the best Knicks since, who knows, Walt Frazier? I, I don't know. Has he already eclipsed Carmelo? Perhaps. He needs to do a little bit of work in the playoffs just to uh, eclipse Carmelo, but he's, he's on track to do that. But when you think in context of the NBA championship, this is a different discussion. And we know the players who were the best players on championship teams over the last 30 years. And the closest players to Jalen Brunson out of the 30 years of NBA Finals, if you look back 30 seasons, you have the one, you have Dirk Nowitzki, who was a top player in the league, but not necessarily in the class of a LeBron James, not necessarily in the class of a Tim Duncan or a Shaq or a Kobe, but he did win the finals. He was the best player on the team. They had a complete team. And that's one where you could say that maybe the Miami Heat had the better team and they should have beat Dirk. But nonetheless, Dirk had an out-of-his-mind finals performance. And the Mavericks won. So would you be able to put Jalen Brunson in the class of a Nowitzki? Do you think that Jalen Brunson can take this Knicks team to the finals and perform as well as Dirk Nowitzki did in those finals. In that finals where he beat the Miami Heat, LeBron James, with uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and a very good cast of characters on the bench as well. Are you willing to say that? If I put a gun to the head of all the Knicks fans and they and ask them, do the Knicks have one of the seven best odds of winning the title this year, they're probably going to have to say no. 
I don't think you could say the Knicks have a better chance of winning the title than the Boston Celtics do or the Milwaukee Bucks. Do the Knicks have a better chance than the Clippers or the Nuggets? There are certainly five teams you would have to put ahead of them. And then would you say the Knicks have a better chance than the Lakers or the Warriors? You can argue it. The Mavericks, you can argue it. You can try. But if we're really living in a realistic world and you look at history, what you're asking is for this one in a, in, in a 30 season span situation where you have a team like the Detroit Pistons led by Chauncey Billups and you're going to say, hey, Jalen Brunson is perhaps better than Chauncey Billups so the Knicks can thus win the title. It's not to say that it's impossible, but it's a very different NBA than the NBA that was when the Detroit Pistons won that title. And still, it was an aberration. The Detroit Pistons, with Billups and the, and the two Wallaces, are widely considered the worst team to win the NBA title, definitely in the last 30 years. And they did it in an era where the three-pointer was not nearly what it is today. So to make the Knicks and say that the Knicks could be the equivalent of that Detroit Pistons team and win the title this year, what you'd basically be asking is for the Knicks defensively to be able to defend the three in the same way that those Detroit Pistons teams were able to defend the two-point shot at the basket. And you'd be saying that the defense that Rashid and Ben Wallace brought you on the interior you would be the equivalent to that team would be if you had a team that had a bunch of nasty wing defenders who could completely shut down the three-point shot. Because if you're trying to compare the Knicks' interior defense currently to the Pistons' interior defense on that Chauncey Billups championship team, you'd be comparing apples to oranges because the NBA is not the same as it was then. And you would have to be able to defend the three-point shot the way that they defended the two-point shot back in, in that time. That would be comparing apples to apples. So I don't think you can adequately look and, and say that the Knicks have a real shot to win the finals, and the same goes for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell is a really good player. Really good player. So talented. But in his day, he's not a top five player in the league. You can't compare Donovan Mitchell to Kobe or Shaq or LeBron or Kawhi when they won the titles. He's in a class below. And that's nothing against the accomplishments that Donovan Mitchell's made during this season or the accomplishments he's had during his career or the talent that he's shown. This isn't a knock on Donovan Mitchell or on Darius Garland, or on Jalen Brunson. This isn't a knock on Brandon Ingram, on the Pelicans. This isn't a knock against Anthony Edwards in this, in this current phase of his career where he's not yet a top-five NBA player. This isn't a knock on the Oklahoma City Thunder to say that they can't win the title this year where they are very reliant on a lot of young players and it would certainly be something that we've never seen before ever in the history of the NBA <laughs> going back to the beginning. If the Thunder team, if this Thunder team were to win the NBA title, 
it would be something that we have never, ever seen before. There would be no point of comparison to a team that young and that shallow in terms of players who can take over at the end of the ballgame. They have one amazing top talent in Gildress Alexander, but they are so reliant on Jalen Williams, and they're so reliant on Chet Holmgren and Dort. They would be one of the most... They would be perhaps the worst team to ever win a title. Definitely up there with that Pistons team. And in terms of youth, this would have to be the youngest team to ever win a title if the Thunder were to pull it off this season. So it's not a knock against any of these teams and fan bases. It's not a knock against Sacramento to say that I don't believe they have the, the real true chance to win a title this year. Yes, technically any team that makes the playoffs has a chance, right? If you win all your games, you win the title. But when you're thinking, who are the top teams that, that really, really can win it? I can't put Sacramento on that list. They're close to being on that list, but they regressed since last year. And there's a lot of teams that I struggle to see how they can possibly beat. So this is just a call to fan bases where I know that we all want to think that our team can win the title, but in most of these cases where we're talking about playoff teams who are probably not going to win it this year, and that goes for teams like the Orlando Magic, the Pacers, the Sixers, the Knicks, the Cavaliers, the Timberwolves, Thunder, Pelicans, the Kings... Your team just isn't in the phase where they're ready to compete for an NBA championship. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't watch their games and revel in the success that you're having and revel in the stars and think if we just add one or two more pieces or our players develop a little bit more and gradually get better, that in three or four seasons from now you can't win an NBA title. If you're a playoff team right now, then that means you're on the right track. You have a lot to look forward to if you're a Knicks fan. This is the brightest basketball has been in forever. And if you're a Cavaliers fan, and you have a team that doesn't have LeBron on it, where you previously thought you could never win, now you have a team that at least does well in the regular season. And you have options because you have two very talented guards who occupy the same position. So you can make it work with them or you can build the team around one of them. There are bright days here. They're playing very well currently. You can go to games and enjoy watching a, a really good regular season team. But do they have a chance to win the championship this year? Absolutely not. And if they did... It would be something we've never before seen. Donovan Mitchell would be one of the one of the worst best players on a championship team of all time. He'd be right up there <laughs> with Chauncey Billups. And by the way, I love Chauncey Billups. All these guys are great. Donovan Mitchell's great, but we're talking about the best player on a championship team. So, we need to frame the conversation in the correct way. So, I understand that your fan base may be insulted. 
for not being considered one of the nine teams who I listed who could win the title, and that list was in the Eastern Conference, I listed three teams, the Celtics, Bucks, and Heat. And the Heat are a massive exception. It's only because they proved they can do it as an eight seed, and Jimmy Butler can elevate his game to heights unknown. And then in the Western Conference, I listed six teams that I think can actually win the title, and that those are the Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, Mavericks, Lakers, and Warriors. And even the Lakers, it would have to be something ultra-spectacular for the Lakers to pull off winning the championship this season. But I still included them as, a, as the bottom of the list. If you wanted to make this list really concise, you could really just call it a top six and say that the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Heat have a chance to win it from the Eastern Conference, and the Clippers, the Nuggets, and maybe the Suns or the Mavericks have a chance to win it in the Western Conference. And you can't look at that and say, and bring up any other team and say that they really have a shot to win it. And if they would, let me just tell you, it would be something we've never, ever encountered, at least in the last 30 years. So if I were to put a gun to the head of any of those fan bases who are upset that their team isn't considered a real contender according to my list, and say, do you believe your team is going to win the NBA championship this year? They would all have to admit. With a gun to their head, the answer is no. Probably not yet. What do you think the odds are? I'm not a gambling man, but what are the odds of the Cleveland Cavaliers winning the title this year? I'm sure if you feel so confidently, you can go bet and make a ton of money in Vegas. I'm sure they'll give you phenomenal odds to bet the Cleveland Cavaliers or the New York Knicks to win the NBA title right now. I'm sure they're not one of the top six or seven teams in terms of championship odds. So go ahead. If you're that confident, make that bet. History is not on your side. But you can do it. You can go prove everybody wrong. So if you're that confident, I would say don't just come at me on Twitter. Be smart. If you really believe that the Knicks are going to win the title this year, then go put money on them in Vegas. You'll become a very wealthy man. The NBA games are coming back tomorrow night. I'm coming to you on February 21st, 2024. And we'll have a full slate of games tomorrow night that we can go over. You're going to have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, a full slate of 12 NBA games tomorrow night. And we'll go through those tomorrow. But for now, we've gone through the teams that can win the title We've gone through a bit of history as to which teams have won the title and who the best players on those teams were. You see the sort of caliber that a best player on a championship team needs to be by large. And even the exceptions were certainly exceptional circumstances when Nowitzki won and when Chauncey Billups won on that Detroit team. And if you believe that anyone on one of these fringe playoff teams can win it this season, or a team like Cleveland or New York, you're betting on the wrong side of history. So you can follow us at NBAV and NBAVENUE, NBAVENUE, on socials. 
You can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and you can email the show at nbavenue at yahoo.com. We're your source for a great time every time, and until next time, we are out.